Hello, everybody, and welcome to the newest week of the All Sports Talk podcast. I am your host, Juan Rodriguez. As always, it is so good to talk to you guys. It is a new week. It is a new work week, sports week. Hopefully, everybody had a safe weekend. We are going back to normal, though, back to the grind, back to the real world, as people may call it. But it is always fun to spend these 30 minutes with you because it always shows me that you guys do care. You guys give me a chance for to hear me out for the next 30 minutes or so. So I do appreciate that very much. A uh, couple news before we do get started, though. Uh, we have started the All-Star or the All-Star, the Fantasy. Sorry, I'm just looking over my notes, but we're looking at uh, talking about fantasy football here. We did post it up on our Instagram, Facebook page, and all of our social media sites. So if you guys are interested... Please let me know. Slots are already filling up, so do let me know if you are interested in playing fantasy football this year. And we are working. We are still working on some guests here pretty soon. Hopefully people can start picking days and everything and we'll be good to go. But other than that, let's get to it with some NBA action. Let's start off with the Nets and Bucks. So the Bucks, Milwaukee, they tie it up. Even the series, two game apiece, Giannis with an amazing 34-point performance, 12 rebounds, 3 assists. And he doesn't take 10 seconds to shoot a free throw anymore. How about that, huh? How about that? How about a round of applause for the MVP? Two-time MVP not getting a shot clock violation or a shooting violation for taking too long to shoot a free throw, huh? How about that? Uh, A little bit of a bad news for the Brooklyn Nets, though. Kyrie Irving did go down. With an ankle injury, it wasn't, uh, it didn't look too good. But the injury, the, you know, the MRI showed that it was negative. Uh, Steve Nash uh, is not going to rule anything out, though. Uh, so game five became a little pivotal with James Harden now and now Kyrie out. Um, I mean, we'll see. I mean, we'll see. But, you know, I guess this is where Blake Griffin and the rest of the guys that ended up signing, you know, this is their time to shine. Like, hey, you know. Our stars went down. You guys are bench, so uh, help us out here. We'll see how it goes. They did not look good yesterday. I'll tell you that much. Blake Griffin and the gang did not look good. Uh, Kevin Durant feels like Oklahoma City all over again. Has to carry the team to nothing. <laughs> the only difference is this is the East and not the West, so uh, he can he can manage. He'll be able to manage. Um, you know, I the Nets, I keep mentioning this, and people, you know, keep coming at me like, well, of course they're going to make the playoffs. Why wouldn't they? Well, injuries, for one, are unforeseen, so we can never predict injuries to happen. You cannot, you cannot um, predict injuries. That's just, you know, part of the game. It, it happens, and it happens at any time, any given moment, any any given time. But, you know, when these do happen, you know, it just the expectations are still the same. It's like, all right, well, I mean, you were still the second best team in the East. Is that because you had a great team, or you just had the two other superstars to kind of carry the load and everything? Kind of, hey, you're gonna have a big night tonight. You're gonna have a big night tonight. I'm gonna have a big night tonight. Or is it? I mean, what is it? I mean, it's it's just it, to me, it's just one of those things where it's like, all right, well. 
Gotta love it. You gotta this for the Nets. It's it's cookoff time now. It's it's really pressure time. They're gonna go back to Brooklyn for Game Five. We don't know the extent of Kyrie's injury. We don't know the extent of James Harden injury. You know, we all kind of figured it was gonna be a quick thing, but we don't know if he comes back for Game Five. That'll be great. The Nets need James Harden for Game Five now. It is very pivotal that James Harden and Kyrie come back as soon as they can. Because now Milwaukee's, they like they were wounded sharks being down two games to zero. They were wounded sharks. Injuries happened. They smelled the blood in the water. Gave them a little fighting chance. And here it is. Here it is. So overall, game five should be interesting now that, you know, the dynamics of the game have changed. The dynamic of the the series has changed. So I cannot wait to see what what happens here. So game five should be interesting. Next up, we got the Suns taking on the Nuggets. They ended up winning 125-118 for a clean sweep. The Denver Nuggets have been 8-0 ever since LeBron James made a total joke out of them. You know, did the whole little, everybody knows the meme now, the little, you know, back turned against him and everything, you know, making fun of him and everything, but... Uh, the Suns uh, win the series four games to nothing. They sweep the Nuggets, and this is uh, on the on the sad part of this. You know, Nikolai Jokic was ejected. The newly crowned MVP was ejected with a fragrant two uh, foul. Some people said you know it was out of frustration. Some people say that's soft. I say a foul is a foul, and you know. It happens. That's the ref's call. Was I'm not saying that it's the right one, but it's the ref's call. And, you know, the, only the refs, you know, the refs do have interviews too. It's just they're not as popular as the players because who gives a shit what refs have to say? But they, you know, that's a whole different uh, gladiator movie. You know, the refs have to deal with a whole different interviews. They have to deal with whole different dynamics when it comes to interviews about the game. So, I mean, we'll see. We'll see, but he did get ejected, and the Suns, you know, kudos to them. They swept the series 4-0. They get a little breathing room, and they might get a little break. And I think uh, now I know why, um, Why you know, a long long time ago, why Chris Paul to the Lakers got denied. Because uh, this is exactly what the NBA didn't want to happen. They didn't want Chris Paul to go with a player like Kobe to fuck up the league. And now the Suns... Uh, they did it the right way. Now, you know, Chris Paul has Devin Booker, and they uh, killed the Nuggets. They destroyed the Nuggets. This is exactly what the NBA didn't want all those years ago. Well, it's happening now. And no fault to anybody's own but the Suns. Remember, they signed a Chris Paul. They drafted Devin Booker. So the NBA couldn't step in and say, nope, can't do that. Cannot do that. Um. You know, Chris Paul, amazing again. 37 points, 7 assists, 3 rebounds. Devin Booker, 34 points, 11 rebounds, 4 assists. And they sweep the Denver Nuggets. Denver Nuggets, shortcomings again. It happens, but here we are. So, you know, the Suns now get a little bit of breathing room. They're in the Western Conference Finals. And now they're just waiting for the winners between the Jazz and Clippers who play tonight. The Jazz have a 2-1 to one, uh game series but as i mentioned on friday that this feels like a seven game series coming and the suns now get a little breathing room 
they get a little breathing room like, hey, man, we get to relax. We get to chill, you know, kind of chill out, take care of those, you know, injuries, whatever we got to do, take care of some fatigue, get some rest, get some practice time, do all that stuff because the Jazz Clippers look like they're going to go in a fight. And I don't know. I don't think the Clippers want to go into a fight with the Utah Jazz. They just got into it, you know, with Dallas. Now they're going to get into it with Utah. And if the Clippers do win, do you want to even go up against the talented Suns? And if you're the Jazz, you want to try to finish the Clippers as quick as you can. Because the Jazz are number two for a reason. And you do not want to face a well, well-rested Phoenix Suns team. So we'll see what happens. Jazz Clippers tonight. Jazz have a two-to-game-one lead series. That's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. 76ers, Hawks tonight as well. Two-to-one. The Sixers lead two games to one. Um, the 76ers still won. They stole game three from Atlanta. We'll see how it goes tonight at game four. Atlanta's got to win this one. And it's not really much that Atlanta's going to win this one. I think everybody, uh, Atlanta kind of ex- exceeded the expectations for what kind of season they were going to have. So, you know, for them to lose to the 70, if they were to lose to the 76, like, hey, man, you, nobody expected you this far. So for you to get dominated by the 76, it's not a big deal. So we'll see how it goes. This is going to be one interesting uh, two games. These are going to be two interesting games for the NBA playoffs tonight. Let's move into the NHL playoffs now. We had game one of the Islanders and Lightning. The Islanders... Took it. They took game one. Two games to one off of a costly, costly turnover by the Tampa Bay Lightning. And again, I mentioned it. You Tampa Bay Lightning fans, you didn't want to hear it. The New York Islanders are a do-not-say-die team. You guys said four-game sweep. Now I'm hearing gentlemen sweep. It's not going to be that easy, guys. It's not going to be that easy. You know, the Islanders take a 2-1 to nothing lead. I'm not saying that the Tampa Bay Lightning have all the pressure. But in a sense, they kind of do because they are the defending champs. And the Islanders are just a team that's just smoking hot at the right smoking time. That's all it is. They're just really good at the right time. So, you know, they took the one to nothing game series. I expect Tampa Bay to bounce back game two. Now, if the Islanders should take both games... It should not be a surprise to people as that's what they've been doing this whole time during the playoffs. It should not be a surprise. But I don't expect Tampa Bay to lose two games in a row, especially when they finally have home field advantage. So we'll see what happens uh, tomorrow. But tonight we have game one of the Campbell Award. We have the Montreal Canadiens taking on the Las Vegas Golden Knights. The Golden Knights offense has been red hot lately. And I mean, it has been on fire. They just beat the what was considered the best team in hockey and Stanley Cup favorite Colorado Avalanche. The Montreal Canadiens, though, it's a different... This is going to be a different challenge for the Golden Knights defensively. Because defensively, you know, goalie-wise for Montreal... They have one of the greatest NHL goaltenders in playoff history of all time. That's right. You look it up. With the saving average percentage of a 0.947. 
Literally, if you score on him, if you score on Price, the goaltender for Montreal, keep the puck because it does not happen. It does not happen enough. And look, the Canadians are just a team that they're the same as the Islanders. They don't have this don't die attitude. They have the veteranship. They have the leadership to match with the Golden Knights. And the Golden Knights offense is really going to have to stick it to the Canadians the same way they stick it to Colorado. They have to. They have to stick it to them. This has been an exciting NHL playoffs. It really has. The only shameful part of it is that it is about to end. It has to end. After these two series, it's just the Stanley Cup Finals. And we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. But game one should be exciting today for the Canadians, Golden Knights. You know, it's game one at Las Vegas. It is super hot, by the way, in Las Vegas. It is 117 today. So I I don't know how they keep it cold in there, but they're going to have to. Because it is super hot outside. And, you know, Islanders Lightning game one. Or I'm sorry, Golden Knights uh, Canadians game one tonight. I can't wait to see how the dynamic's going to be between the shifts, between the third line going up against, you know, the Las Vegas offense going up against the Canadians defense. It's going to be interesting. We'll see how it goes. But all I know is game one is exciting tonight and game one yesterday for the Islanders Lightning. If this is just a preview of it, this both of these series are going to be very exciting. Very well fought. I cannot wait. And lastly, some uh, some other sports news. So the MLB, uh, as I mentioned on Friday, you know, they, um, you know, the uh, Atlanta sued the MLB for moving the All-Star game. Well, that did not last very long. The court dismisses the lawsuit against Atlanta for the All-Star game, for moving the All-Star game from Atlanta to uh, Colorado. They did not see any wrongdoing, and I agree. I mean, it's the MLB. They can do whatever they want. <laughs> I mean, it, it's shitty for me to explain that, and it's a terrible way for me to explain that, but MLB is a private union, you know, and they can do whatever they want. And they said, hey, we're going to move this game here to there for whatever purposes, and that's it. So that's enough of that. In the, some NFL news, we do have some quarterback news. This is going to shake up the room a little bit. But the Eagles have signed Nick Mullins. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know a lot of people are expecting something different. But the Eagles did sign Nick Mullins. He is now going to be in the room with uh, Jalen Hurst, Joe Flacco. I wish I could like have an audience right now to see how many people actually knew that Joe Flacco was with the Eagles. Or signed with the Eagles this offseason. Like, I'm pretty sure not a lot of people knew that. You know? But Nick Mullins is now the third quarterback in that room. Uh, Jalen Hurts, Joe Flacco, and Nick Mullins. So, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Laquan Treadwell. um, Everybody remembers him. Uh, If you don't, it's okay. It's just he didn't have any impact. He's a former first-rounder by Minnesota. Uh, He is trying out. For the Jaguars for minicamp. Uh, same thing as Malik Hooker. He tried out for, I think it was, um, I think it was Philadelphia or something like that. But he is trying out for a minicamp spot. He's hoping the team 
Calls him up soon. And now we get to the quarterback news that everybody wants. Everybody wants uh, this quarterback news. I mentioned Friday that Deshaun Watson, you know, he wants to be in Denver. It's not about Deshaun. It is actually about Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Jack Murphy, he's the CEO of the Green Bay Packers. And just a while ago, he said, I think it would be great for all parties if they can keep this out of public and just, you know, and what he meant by that is if Aaron Rodgers and him and, the you know, Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers organization could just talk in private, work it out. Well, as of yesterday, or on Saturday, Jack Murphy went on the radio air and he got asked about the uh, Aaron Rodgers situation. And he said, I quote, he is a complicated fella. I don't care how disgruntled you are i don't care how mad you are or how disappointed you are um again i'm I'm here to remind you that aaron Rodgers is the guy who replaced the guy that everybody thought was irreplaceable at green bay he replaced brett Favre. okay <laughs> green bay backers have nothing to be mad about you had brett Favre. And Aaron Rodgers as your quarterbacks for about, let's say, close to 40 years. Let's just say close to 40 years. So Green Bay Packer fans have nothing to complain about when it comes to uh, quarterback, you know, anything like that. They have nothing to complain about when it comes to quarterback problems and everything. They have had Aaron Rodgers for that long. So they had Brett Favre for that long. <laughs> If they're gonna, if Packer fans are gonna start complaining about quarterback complaints, I can't wait till they get the New England treatment. Like, hey, welcome to the NFL. You don't have a legend at quarterback anymore. Welcome to the NFL. But back to the whole Jack Murphy versus Aaron Rodgers deal. I can understand Aaron Rodgers' frustration. I can understand why Aaron Rodgers might feel like he got outed. Um, if the Packers want to do something. They have to do it now. I'm surprised. You know, now that I and I keep saying it, don't come at don't come at the press that this is what you were willing to give up. If you were willing to give that up, you should have done it right away. And if the Atlanta Falcons said no, then say that too. Don't just say we well, we offered them this, but what was the response? They have to respond to you. Whether it's a no call back or nothing, they have to respond to you. If I'm Aaron Rodgers, though, and I'm sitting on my couch last Sunday, and I saw that the Tennessee Titans only had to give up a second and a fourth for Julio Jones. When just the previous year, the Arizona Cardinals, they gave up a second and a fourth, same package deal for DeAndre Hopkins. You would have to think eventually. What are they doing? See, and, and this is the thing about some franchises. Some like the Green Bay Packers right now are a winning franchise. I'm not going to deny that. They are a winning franchise. But I think they just got too comfortable. They got too comfortable with Aaron saying, well, we got one of the best accurate throwers of all time. We got one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play in the NFL in history. Why do we need an upgrade? 
don't you think you owe him that much for doing everything he did for you? Yeah, you built him this offensive line, finally. Yeah, you finally gave him a running back, finally. Yeah, you finally put a defense together for him, finally. If you're Green Bay and you realize that Aaron Rodgers is not happy and maybe your Super Bowl window is kind of closing, don't you think you would figure you would try to do anything in your power to make up for it? All I'm saying is, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, yeah, I'd be pissed off too. A second and a fourth, and you couldn't even do that for me? You couldn't even do that? So, I don't know. I don't know. And it's 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 going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how this plays out between the relationship between Aaron Rodgers and um, Green Bay. Because the thing is, you know, usually whenever you do win MVP, you become the cover of Madden. Well, Madden's supposed to release their, uh, you know, their uh, cover, their Madden cover for Madden 2022. And usually you already kind of have an idea about links and who do you, who it's going to be because they usually announce that way before, you know, the actual announcement date. They don't have anything. And I think we know why. Because I truly believe that Aaron Rodgers is going to be on the cover of Madden. They just don't know what jersey to put on him. So my next bet bet is if they don't if they decide to go with Plan B, put Derrick Henry on there. I would put Derrick Henry on there. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes and. For the Packers, for Packer fans to be upset at Aaron Rodgers, you guys got to stop. You guys have had about 40 years, close to about 40 years of quarterback excellency. When there's some franchises around the league that would be lucky to get a solid starter in the NFL. That's why... I've always said this for years. I do not feel bad for Colts fans, and I do not feel bad for Green Bay Packer fans. For Colts fans, you had Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck. Great. That was a great, you know, run right there. That was awesome. And now it's kind of like, eh, okay, well, you had to suffer a little bit. You had to suffer a little bit with Jacoby Harris, and then you have to suffer a little bit with... You know, Philip Rivers, which it worked out. It just didn't work out the way you intended. And now you traded for Carson Wentz. Okay, we can back off a little bit now. I get it. I get it. It's been a minute since Indianapolis has had a hall, you know, a great above average quarterback. But for Packer fans, you guys are the worst. Aaron Rodgers didn't make Green Bay. Green Bay made Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you shut the hell up? You guys have had about 40 years of quarterback excellence play. And the day you guys go way below under average quarterback is the day you guys can start complaining about quarterback issues. Until then, Green Bay fans, just shut up, eat your cheese, eat your popcorn, and just just shut the hell up. Just shut the hell up, okay? <laughs> Don't talk to me about quarterback issues when you see Jacksonville that's trying to Hasn't had a quarterback since Mark Burnell. The Raiders haven't had a good quarterback since Rich Gannon. And before that, it was Jim Plunkett. 
The Browns finally found their starting quarterback, and they went through a lot of quarterbacks. So don't talk to me about quarterback issues, Green Bay. Just shut the hell up and enjoy Aaron Rodgers while you still have him. But other than that, that's going to do it for tonight's show. I want everybody to have a wonderful Monday. But most importantly, go strong this week. I know summertime is coming. I know this. It is important for you guys to stay hydrated. Keep keep staying hydrated with water, Gatorade, whatever it is you got to do. Just stay hydrated. Because it's going to get hot. Summertime is here. You know, and it's it's always a fun time. But it is a scary time as well. So please drink your water. Please drink your liquids, be safe out there, make the smart decisions, and don't not kill yourself over. I've done this before, working on a job, and you love it, and, you know, working in that heat, and, you know, you want to give it your all, but the the thing about this jobs, people, you know, the hard jobs, you know, the ones that you got to work out in the heat and everything is that do not kill yourself for them. Give it your all, but if your boss is going to give you hell because, you're a little hot and you might pass out. Trust me, it happened to me. I've passed out. The results are going to be never ending. You know, don't do it because you know why? They'll find your replacement. If they feel like you can't hack it anymore, they're going to find your replacement in two weeks anyway. So give it your all. Be your best you can be, but please take care of yourself because no one's going to do that for you. Not your job, nobody. Only you're going to take care of yourself. So please take care of yourself. Please stay hydrated. Please respect one another. And above all else, thank you guys for tuning in today. I know there's only 30 minutes on a sh- on my show. But for you guys, or I'm sorry, I know there's only 24 hours in a day. But for you guys to give me about 30 minutes of your time, I really appreciate that. So until then, everybody, have a wonderful day. Enjoy the work week. Be safe. And I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Take care, everybody.